Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Confident Coach Club, where we help new and aspiring coaches start and grow their business. We talk about finding your niche, packaging your services, creating content that your audience loves, and finding your first couple of clients. It's kind of like the business school for coaches. I'm your host, Liz Huber. Welcome to the show and enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone. This is Liz, your host of the Confident Coach Club podcast, and I'm here with Matt Sandrini today. We are doing a special bonus episode on the current situation. Everyone is working from home during the coronavirus crisis. So I'm really excited for a couple of uh, questions we're going to go through today. Um, welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you for having me, Liz. It's good to be here with you. Yeah, you're, uh, you've been on the show. Actually, your episode went live just a few weeks ago. So I'm super excited to have you on like so soon again. And I know you... Yeah, very honored to get an encore. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where are you currently? Where are you doing your quarantine? Where are you stuck? So I'm in Barcelona, Spain, which means I started slightly earlier than everyone else. Um, I'm on day 11 today uh, of like lockdown. So being in the flat, uh, most shops are closed here. Um, I mean, I guess as in most countries at this point. Um, yeah, I'm in Barcelona on day four, the lockdown started, but I'm here for a little while. So should be should be good. Should be fine. Yeah, like I've been following your Instagram stories, which are keeping me entertained here in while I'm also quarantined here in Austria. And um, that's why I thought I'd bring you on the show because you're like really an inspiration to me and so many other people in terms of how you're approaching it, especially from a mindset perspective. So, and you're also a productivity coach or like, you know, for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I hope to you know, discuss a few topics around that. So let's yeah, get let's do started. It. Great. So first question, how do you see the situation as an opportunity for your coaching business? So right now there's a lot of disruption worldwide for businesses. Um, the way people buy is changing. And also there's so much uncertainty that businesses are not really sure what to do next. And um, really, there's a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty, uh, but at the same time, many many opportunities because this is a changing world. Uh, like um, you know, people are asking for different products and different services. So, as a coach, you can help entrepreneurs, um, you know, find their new way in this new situation, and maybe you know, guide them, make sure that they have the mindset and the clarity um, to actually get to the next step and turn this challenge into an opportunity. And, you know, at the same time, um, as, a, as the owner of a coaching business, as a coach and, you know, with, uh, with your own business, you have to adapt and look for uh, what your uh, target market and what your, uh, uh, what your clients are looking for right now. What's urgent for them right now? Because, uh, like I was saying, there's so much uncertainty that people and businesses are freezing a lot of expenses. And those are the ones that can wait. But if you can find um, their current challenge, and an urgent, um, an urgent challenge and an urgent transformation they're going through right now, that's your opportunity to help them and grow your business at the same time. 
That's such a great tip. I love it because it's really about, okay, seeing this situation right now and what are the opportunities that are created because of it, right? So it's because not everyone in this situation is a loser, right? And you might, I was actually talking to one of our team members yesterday and we had this discussion that, yes, there might be people who will not be investing in coaching due to a lack of funds, but there will also mm-hmm. be winners of this situation. So like um, a friend of mine, he actually invested in Zoom, the company, the, you know, the online conference company, and the stock oh, yeah. already went up by like 50% in the last two weeks. So there's definitely a lot of businesses that are the, the winners kind of in the situation. So it's definitely worth looking at you know, what's your target group and, or what, what's interesting target groups right now, but also how you can help them. So really, I love yeah, that. Yeah, the the main thing right now, as a um, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, both on the side of the coach and the side of your you know your client, they're a business owner as well. Uh, this is not necessarily a bad moment or a good moment. It's just a transformation. And so, what worked two weeks ago, two months ago, is very different from what works today. It's very different from what's going to work two weeks, two months from now. And so if you can help people through that transformation and at the same time help your own business by looking for, uh, you know, the new opportunity and, you know, what are new problems that I can solve? That's a great way. And a lot of people are going to look at this, especially in business with a negative frame. So their expectations are all going to be about a crisis or, or, or problems and challenges. So just because of the language they use and the expectations they have and the context they give to their, their experience of this moment, they're going to be blind to new opportunities. So if you can have a positive frame and, and frame it as a transformation, not as a crisis challenge, whatever, then you'll be one of the few people able to see, see the opportunity and able to see you know, how to help other people because people right now have really urgent challenges, problems, and opportunities, you know, the whole spectrum of a transformation. So they're willing to pay good money if you can guide them through that. But if you're, if you're solving old problems, then they're not going to pay you for that right now. Totally agree a hundred percent. Yeah. And there's also like another, there's two other things I wanted to mention here in terms of how to, you know, see this as an opportunity right now, especially if you're just starting out with your coaching business, this is a great time for you to double down on your launch or on you know working on your coaching business especially if you're you know normally in a nine-to-five job and right now you're stuck at home working from home and of course there's so many people right now that cannot do that so shout out to everyone who is you know here on the front lines doing the the work you know in grocery stores and in the hospitals of course that you know doesn't apply and we're super super grateful for all of you guys out there in the front lines and all of the you know parents out there who are trying to keep their kids entertained while getting some work done of course that it will also be very difficult but right now if you're stuck at home and you're working from home you can actually optimize your time in a way that allows you to work on your coaching business right so you might be able to because there's no commute that you have right now. How can you see that as an opportunity to invest more time into your coaching business, right? How can you, people are also more at home and they're more willing to do, um, you know, online courses, online coaching, all these things. So if you're trying out your services right now, maybe you're coaching for free, this is a great opportunity to get a lot of people on calls and, you know, really try things out. 
So there's so much that you can do to optimize your time right now to carve up more time for your coaching business. And a few of my favorite you know, tips here is creating a schedule for yourself, right? Really thinking about the optimal daily schedule that involves the time you work on your side business or your coaching business and really time blocking everything in your day. You know, assigning time for, for your work, the actual work that you need to do, your normal nine to five job. And right now, if you are able to cut out distractions while you're doing your normal work, you'll be able to really cut down on time. So usually, you know, when we're in the office and we're just working, then there's a coffee break here. We might be on social media, right? There might be just time that we're trying to fill or we're wanting to distract ourselves. So if you cut out all of that right now, you might be able to cut down significantly on the time you spend each day on your actual job, right? By still keeping the performance up. And so you'll carve up more time to, to work on your, on your side business. Um, yeah, I, I really, really like that point. And, um, and I think it's important to have one mission for the day, especially right now that, you know, most of us work from home and some of us are kind of, you know, one day with the other, we're just not, not necessarily forced, but we have no choice but to work from home. So the adjustment is quite brutal. It's important to know what's one thing you want to create with your day instead of getting stuck in just doing a lot of things that don't get you anywhere. And so, you know, especially if you're, if you're starting, um, a new coaching business or expanding your coaching business and going through um, an ambitious transformation, it's important to say, Hey, this is the result that I want today rather than I'm going to work on a thousand things. And then because you're at home all the time, you might just feel that time sort of becomes a blur and you get stuck in the doing instead of the creating. And I agree with you, Liz, this is a great opportunity for business owners. Absolutely. And it's also, it, no matter where you are in your journey right now, it's also a great opportunity to actually turn inward more, focus on getting clarity on what you really want. So if you've mm -hmm. been meaning to launch your coaching business, but you're not clear on, you know, what really your passions are or what your niche should be, this is a great time to spend some extended time, you know, in, you know, journaling about things, really getting this clarity that you need to take the next step and kind of like scheming so you can then you know once once you're you're ready to go again like really really double down yeah yeah and right now it's a moment where we kind of have to face you know ourselves and what we have inside whether it's a, a desire to achieve something or you know maybe a fear that gets in the way and because right now we have so much time on you know by ourselves and it's true. It is tempting to maybe, you know, watch a, a lot of TV shows or um, kind of try to numb those thoughts. But I think it's a great opportunity to look within and understand what you really want to do and what you really want to create and double down on your coaching business. Yeah. And it will also really the distance from, you know, from your job or from from being in the office and being around the people mm -hmm. you're around all day, every day, normally mm. will really, you know, get you this clarity so you can see, okay, what is it that I really want? Like, how do I actually feel about the job that I have? How do I feel about the people I hang out with, the, the activities that I do every single day? So it's a great opportunity to not only evaluate your direction and purpose in your career, but also 
just generally reflect on your life. Like what is not, what are the things that are actually not serving me anymore? Whether it's just people, activities, things even, like you suck at home now so you can totally declutter. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, uh, it's it a time of focus if you choose to take it that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's uh, get a little bit more detailed for tips for working from home. So I know we're the, the two of us, we're two very different types. So I work from home like yeah. all the time. Normally you love to be out and about all the time. So what are your tips for the, the people who are used to, you know, like having a super diverse day in, in many different places or in, in an office or something? What are your best tips for working from home? So I would say on one hand, it's important to stick to your, uh, your, your habits and the, the, and the activities you usually have in your days. For example, if you like to work out, get to the gym or go for runs, and now you, you can no longer go to the places where you do that, well, it's important to stick to those because they're going to keep you energized, but also they're going to give you um, more purpose in your day and more uh, reasons why uh, you should work hard and, and get your result. Because instead of punishing yourself for working hard, you know, you still reward yourself with, um, with movement and with other activities in your life, you know, maybe you have a, a video calls with, uh, with your friends, um, and really like keep your day, um, as, um, uh, as rich as you can, even though, you know, you are inside. But then on the other hand, the challenge is that all these activities now happen in one place, right? Um, we were, we we're talking about this right before the, the podcast that I like to have a very rich day where I move around. I might work from home for a few hours, maybe take some video calls with clients here and then ride from, from a coffee shop and then maybe go for a really long run, um, maybe see a friend. And right now, everything, all these things happen you know, within the same four walls. And I, you know, for the first few days um, on, on lockdown, I, I found it a bit confusing because kind of like my day became a bit a bit of a blur everything happened in one place and so it's difficult to focus on one thing so it's really important to have um carve specific spaces within you know within the the flat on the or the house of like one or two places where you work from and you focus uh you know don't work from your bed because otherwise you're going to sleep really badly and then not be able to focus when you when you work um and really like create some uh, um yeah almost like safe zones or sacred zones within your your flat and that has really really helped and then you know i because i have this dynamic day i usually um my day is um i have a few reference points that remind me where i am in the day so okay well whether it's time to to go to bed or it's time to to work out or you know i just i really feel what works for me and um, I rarely set an alarm clock, but yet I wake up at the same time every every day. But right now, because I'm in I'm indoors, I don't really get that. Like everything uh, again, it tends to be a bit more of a blur for me. So I have to have some yeah you know, a few appointments every day. So wake up at the same time, have a coffee right away. Um, you know, do like I do yoga every day at the moment I I wake up, and I would do that anyway. But right now, it's a little bit more structured for me because that's how. I can, I can tell um, how fast time passes and at what point in the day I am. So you kind of have to create a new, new schedule and a new uh, day to adapt to you know, everything happening in, in one place. This is at least my experience. You know, I, I would guess that your experience is very different, but this is how I could kind of my, my before and after um, 
yeah, before and after quarantine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, my experience is like I, I have little troubles adapting because I'm normally work from home and I maybe even on a normal mm -hmm. day, I might go out like once a day for a workout and then you know, a couple times per week to meet friends in the evenings or even like mm -hmm. maybe once or twice. So like I'm more used to it, but the way I'm handling it is very, very similar than you do. So mm -hmm. I think what's key here is the schedule. So it can really creating a schedule for yourself that includes your work, that includes, you know, some type of movement that includes intentional breaks, very important that can really be a savior right now because it gives you, yeah. like you said, it gives you this reference point, right? Where am I, it, it, if, if you schedule your day and there's very clear segments and there's different, you know, different activities that you do, there's suddenly, it doesn't, it's not as much as this blur anymore, like you said. So that's really something that I would recommend everyone to do. And I have, uh, I have actually a freebie, like a free schedule template that you can download. I will link that in the episode show notes. So you can oh, yeah, I know it's very popular. So it has been yeah. popular before, but now and more than ever, I think it's very relevant. So you can download that for free mm -hmm. below. But even, you know, it, it doesn't need to be super fancy. Just literally, even if you do it day by day, just, you know, on a piece of paper in your journal, just jot down kind of a, a rough schedule for the day that's sufficient as well. It really doesn't need to be in your calendar or in some fancy tool or something. Yeah. And, and if you're listening to this and, uh, and you hesitate, kind of, you know, you're not sure whether oh, I don't want to structure my day, I don't want to have a schedule, maybe I'm not going to you know, have a look at the resource. Well, I always talk about the fact that having some structure then helps you be unstructured in the things that you want to be more fluid. So knowing when you're going to uh, get the things that really matter done um, then allows you to be fluid in the rest of your day. So that's why it's really important. It's not a black or white situation. It's more like, hey, this is how you can best support your day, your goal, and your energy. And it's not a black or white a situation. You can adapt it to, to your day and your, and your situation. So I think it's so important right now to create your own schedule instead of just not following anything. Yeah, and it's the perfect opportunity, actually. That's the thing that I was saying to my mom the other day. So I'm at home now with my mom in the same apartment, and she's a teacher normally. So she's also used to, you know, always being, you know, in school, in class, talking to a lot of people, and now she's doing everything from home. It's very challenging for her. And I told her, this is actually a great opportunity because now you can, you know, spend the day as, as you want to, right? Normally, if you're in an office or in school or wherever you are, you cannot take breaks as you, you want to, right? So now you can really take these intentional breaks and you might be able to do, you know, 10 minute yoga, you know, just to, just to get your head clear. Or maybe you actually just, you know, go on the balcony and have a couple of, you know, deep breaths in the fresh air. Or you can, what I really love to do is doing, yoga nidra which is a type of meditation that's it's also called yogic mm -hmm. sleep so it's kind of a nap i do it every day after lunch and it's something that i absolutely love about working from home because yeah. i know when i get up at 6 a.m that after like you know at 2 p.m or something i need a reset and so just 30 you know 20 to 30 minutes of doing that guided meditation and sometimes i'll fall asleep in that which is totally fine and I wake up and I'm so refreshed. And that's something that, 
if you're in an office, you can, I mean, sometimes you can, if there's, you know, nap pots or something, but usually you're not able to do that. So things like getting out your yoga mat just for five minutes, you know, in between calls or, or having a quick nap. These are the things that are great about being stuck at home. So really think yeah. about how can you do these, you know, not just intentional breaks, but also how can you do finally do the things that you actually always wanted to do in your day, but you weren't able to. Yeah. And don't feel guilty about it because again, like taking that break uh, or having a day where you really look after yourself and look after every aspect of your life, it's going to have a positive impact on every single on every single area including your coaching business if you are if that's you know if that's on the side even your your job is gonna is gonna benefit from it so don't feel guilty about it this is an opportunity to experiment so maybe see it as an experiment what works for me what doesn't and you know use these weeks to learn more about yourself that's a really great tip i love it and there's just one more thing i wanted to say about the intentional breaks one thing that i found very important is limiting if you're working on your laptop, limiting screen time in your breaks or like actually not having any screen time in your breaks. So don't really limit social media. Try to find activities that are off screen that relax you. Like, you know, you could read a book offline or you could cook or, you know, maybe go for a walk if you're allowed to jump around, dance around in your apartment. There are so many things that you can do, but staying away from, like overly using social media is very key right now. Not only because it just the pure, it's pure overconsumption of content just really drains you yeah. mentally, but also yeah. you really want to be looking at actually selecting the inputs that you're consuming, especially in, during these times, right? You don't want to be constantly looking at negative news and social media it's important to be informed, but if you're constantly flooding your mind with all these negative things, this is, this is what will shape your mindset, basically. So definitely. Yeah, sure. And, and I also want to point out the other uh, side of the coin, which is right now, the more people are consuming more content, they're looking for more information, they're looking for more entertainment, and they're looking for, uh, again, some guidance through uh, these uncertain times as as a coach, as the owner of a coaching business, this is your time to also create that content and, you know, maybe gain a slice of that uh, newfound attention or that kind of increasing consumption of uh, social media and information to guide your, your clients and your customers and also find um, new, um, new clients and expand your, your, your business. So that's another reason to um, be really careful and really selective on what you consume. So you have more space, more time to actually create and make the most of the fact that a lot of people are at home and they are, they are consuming and looking for more information. Yeah, that's a really great point. So if you're feeling called to show up right now, do it, right? Like similar to you, mm -hmm. Matt, you recently started with Instagram stories, right? So you really felt called mm -hmm. to show up in the even bigger way. I mean, you're creating so much content anyway, but like adding this new channel that, you know, gives this very intricate, like, you know, view into your life. So you really felt called to show up there. And so if you, if you feel called to show up, do it. If you don't, that's okay too, right? Don't feel mm -hmm. pressure. Don't feel guilt. Everyone is different. There's so many 
different things that are influencing your situation right now, whether you're alone at home, there's other people you need to take care of, how demanding your job is, like, you know, whether you or other people are actually directly affected by the coronavirus. So really, whatever feels right for you right now, do that and don't feel guilty for it. Yeah, I, I really like that point. And, um, you know, since we talked about not feeling guilty about experimenting and taking breaks, it's the same thing here. Like if you, you know, there's a big opportunity and if you feel like it's calling you, great. But if not, it's just scarcity mindset telling you this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's not. And if you, uh, if you actually create content and show up and do more because you want to, then that will, it will resonate and it will uh, show in, in, in what you produce and, and it will really help other people out and they will resonate with you. But if you just do it because you feel that you have to, because you feel that, you know, you've, you've heard that in this podcast or in a different piece of content and that's the reason why you do it, then it's not going to be authentic content. You're not going to enjoy creating it. You're not going to enjoy the people that um, it reaches and you, you might work with. And so really like, you know, don't use this as a, as a cop out. So don't use it as a way to stay comfortable, but at the same time, you know, if right now it's more important for you to, to look within or maybe get some clarity or maybe even like look after yourself or the people around you, that's totally fine. And again, you know, give yourself that space and that permission to, um, to follow what uh, feels right for you right now. That is so key. Yeah. So let's continue. There's another question I'm really excited to hear your take on. Yes. So, how do you how do you master your mind during these times right where there's so much panic there's so much anxiety negativity around how do you really stay on top of your mindset and you know actually manage your mind rather than have the mind manage you yeah yeah um so you know like you said i recently started uh doing uh stories on 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 instagram and that's kind of a window into my 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 day and some people said, wow, you really take on challenges now that you're on lockdown. And the truth is, that's just my day. Like, I've done that for years now. And every day, um, I, just, uh, I just do things that, that push me to be better than I was yesterday. And that can be anything. It's not about what I do or what someone else does. I may be inspired by someone else, but I always measure myself against yesterday, you know, myself yesterday. Have I shown up? Have I not? Um, and that, you know, means that maybe doing something very small, that's a big victory for, uh, for someone listening. And that's, you know, that should be celebrated. And so um, right now, I, um, yeah, I really stuck to, uh, to that and to taking on challenges from physical challenges to doing things that are a bit uncomfortable. And that's because I know that being indoors for, you know, at the moment, it looks like it's going to be 30 days or, or longer here in Spain. And being indoors for that long, and especially, you know, in such a, an uncertain environment that many people see uh, uh, as purely negative, um, it is going to challenge your mind and, and the way you, you look at the world and the way you, you live your day. And so it's important for me to say, hey, I, I want to do something every day that is a little bit more difficult, not just seek, um, and not just seek comfort, but actually embrace new challenges. So on day two, and I'm not suggesting that anyone else does this, but on day two of the lockdown, um, I did a thousand push-ups in 10 hours, like over 10 hours. Um, and that's just, you know, my way to say, Hey, I know I'm going to want to stop at 300, but my mind needs to learn that, you know, I set the rules or another thing that I did, you know, like you said, I started doing Instagram stories. That was um, a big thing for, uh, for me. I felt like, um, 
it was a difficult step to to take and to be really uh, yeah, almost like naked in front of other people and show what my day is like and what my thinking is like and what my expertise is like and it felt really difficult to bridge all that together and show it to people uh, on, a, on a daily basis. And yeah, I was like, look, this is the perfect time to, to do it. And if I, uh, if I don't do it, if I don't embrace that challenge, then I'm feeding the negativity and I'm feeding the fact that my brain is going to tell me, hey, you should feel this way, you should feel bad. You know, or a, or a very small example is yesterday I woke up and I felt really tired because I went to bed slightly late because, um, yeah, again, my kind of, my my body clock is, is a little bit challenged by being indoors all day. And I woke up feeling, feeling tired and I thought, it's fine. My brain tells me that I'm tired. I'm going to behave like I'm full of energy. And I started dancing around and that changed my day. I had a high energy day right after that. So these are all ways that are really important. So uh, number one for me is um, take on challenges every day. It doesn't matter how small they are. You know, you should always measure your leap. So how, you know, how, how big the leap is for you rather than, your, your effort. So, you know, if uh, a thousand push-ups is, uh, is a leap for, uh, for me, for someone else, 10 push-ups might be, you know, a big challenge, a big leap. So measure that. Don't measure the thousand or 10. Just measure how, how difficult is it for me? How much is it challenging me? Maybe you want to write half an article. Great. Um, and so take on challenges is, is number one. And then the other thing I would say is be very careful about the words that you use. Again, right now, we have um, from, from the media and from social media, a very negative frame about the situation, like we said. Um, and, and it forces you to only look at the challenge and not see the opportunity. Um, and this is a transformation. And I prefer to use that, that word, you know, it's, it's a transformation. I need to adapt. I need to mutate and I will find, I will find a way to make it uh, a positive. Um, yeah. To make it a positive, both, you know, while I'm in and both, as the, as the world and the market changes. So I think those two things, take on challenges and be mindful of the words that you use to, to describe your world and your situation. Those are really important to, to manage your mind and manage your outlook in, in these times. Yeah, so what really resonates with me or what like I'm hearing through is kind of like you have a choice, right? How are you gonna feel in this situation mm. is you have a choice. And so by taking on challenges, you're actually forcing your mind to focus on something else because you choose what you focus on. And also, you know, the words that you use, you choose the, these words, right? And so what else do you choose? You actually choose your emotions, right? So that's something yes. that I have been... Mm -hmm practicing for some time and i know you do something similar like it's an i do this adapted version of the joe dispenza meditation where i oh, basically yeah. sit down every morning and i actively for like 10 to 20 minutes i just feel the emotions i want to feel so for 10 minutes i would sit there and i would feel gratitude and then i would feel joy and then i would feel you know in this situation for example like i would feel safety and it really, so I would visualize things that make me feel this way, like memories I have, people, you know, whatever helps you. And it really helps me to, to connect to this emotion. And when I first started doing this, I realized that I'm actually never feeling gratitude naturally. I never uh -huh. feel true joy. So it's kind of like I'm even practicing or learning my brain how to feel these positive emotions that I want to mm -hmm. feel because my, we have this negativity bias in, in our brain. And so 
our brain is just not used to. Like the default will always be, you know, it's, it's pain and anxiety and fear and, and all these things. And so just override them and start your day feeling good, right? Feeling high energy is the same thing that you said, like, you know, it's just, you know, acting in ways that make you feel differently. So you can actually, there's so much you can do to choose your emotions. So that's, I think, very, very important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that we're all taught to um, wait for the result and then we're going to behave a certain way. So wait until this thing happens in your life and then you're going to feel high energy or happy or grateful or whatever it is. Um, or, you know, you, and, and, but if, if you can have the behavior first, then the result is going to come. So you actually have to do it the other way around and you are in charge of that. You're in charge of the way you think, the way you, uh, you act and, and, and the emotions that you, that you experience. Um, and I recently heard this story that, um, about uh, Native Americans rain dances, you know, we always see them as like some sort of uh, just like a random dance kind of, but I recently realized that it's a gratitude dance and, you know, um, and, and Native American tribes would do it and, and express gratitude for the rain and then they would get, you know, a rainy day. Um, but, you know, most importantly, they felt grateful for the rain way before it, it, it came. And um, again, like I really like that story because it shows you that you don't have to, like you, you can decide how you feel and you can express that. It doesn't matter um, what happens in the, in the external world. And right now there are things that you can't choose. You know, you may be in a similar situation uh, to the two of us and be on lockdown, be indoors all the time. Great. You can't choose what's happening in the external world, but you can choose what's happening inside. And it's your choice. You know, do you want the current situation? Do you want the virus to take, you know, take your mind and take your, your, your inner choices? It, that's, you know, it's up to you whether you, you allow it to or not. Absolutely. That is so true. And that, that there's one more thing that you can choose, which is whether you take care of your body right now or you don't. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. especially negative emotions like fear, it feeds off if you're feeling tired, you know, you're not, you know, eating well, the, all these things, they actually trigger much more these negative emotions. So if I'm like on really low blood sugar because like, you know, I'm just eating, you know, carb, carb stuff all the time. And then I have these, you know, crazy dips in the afternoon and I will really crave something sweet. And if I don't get it, I get really irritated. Right. I'm not sure you know that feeling, but, or if I'm really tired and I just, you know, I, I just, everything makes me angry and everything makes me frustrated. So right now more than ever even if you're tempted you know you're at home all day you might be tempted to go to bed late watching netflix or you know have a glass of wine or two during the week hold off on these things because you will actually feel it and there's so much more likely than to trigger negative emotions and you know switch your mind to a very negative um, mindset so it's really key to to take care of your body right now yeah so um a quick suggestion or maybe a quick exercise for for our listeners is you know for right now you're, you're in quarantine or on lockdown for a few weeks um you know you will come out of it um in a different situation you can come out of it upgraded or you can come out of it with um, new challenges and having let go of the things that are important to you so what i would recommend what i would suggest is for you to set one intention and th think and feel how you want to be, you know, at the end of uh, your 
your quarantine? What's, what does that day look like? How are you going to feel about yourself and about uh, what, you know, the way you use these days? Um, and I think that kind of uh, living that in advance and um, getting used to that will, you know, and then if you repeat that every day, will allow you to stick to the things you actually want to create and live that result in advance, just like we said, um, and then have the behavior that gets you to that point. Yeah, exactly. So it's really about being the person that gets these results, right? Stepping into the mm. version of you that already has everything that they want. Okay, great. So we have a few more minutes left and I'd love to take um, your, get your take on something very specific for our, for our coaches out there. So how do you get new clients right now in these times of change? What are some great strategies that you can share with us? Um, so I, so I would guess there are like two steps and one is how to, uh, reach them, how to find them. And the second one, one is how do you, you know, how do you combat them? How do you get them to say yes? Um, so a way to reach them is, uh, is through content. Um, and like we said earlier, a lot of people are consuming more content. So now you have, um, it's a great opportunity for you to get more views and more attention or whatever you want to share. Um, and then at the same time, you can collaborate with other, with other influencers, with, with other coaches that, you know, guess what? They're quarantined as well. They might want to make the most of their time. They might want to have fun. Why do you jump on a podcast with them? Why do you do an Instagram live, maybe create a new, new freebie, or maybe you can, you can work on a, a YouTube video um, or an article and then you're both going to share it. And if you have the same audience, but and your services are not competing, then guess what? You can share to each other. Your audience has, you know, has doubled. So you can do more of these things. You can even uh, reach out to, uh, to business communities um, that are, are struggling right now, going through this, uh, this change and these, and these challenges to say, hey, I'm going to give um, three of your, of your business tenants, if it's a co-working space, or three of your members, if it's a, uh, if it's a group, I'm going to give them a free call with me if you put me in your newsletter. So you can find all these ways to help other people out work with other people and tap into new audiences. But at the same time, how do you, you know, how do you convert them? How do you, how do you find that, uh, the, the urgency and the need for them to actually say yes in this time where a lot of people are trying to, uh, to hold on to their money uh, to see what happens, you know, see how the situation unfolds over the next few, a few weeks. Well, what I would say is have conversations, um, whether it's with your old clients, with your existing clients, or with your prospects, really have a chat and ask them, you know, how is this affecting your, your, uh, your business? What are the questions that you're asking yourself right now? What are the doubts? What are the challenges that you're seeing? You know, what do you think is going to happen in the next couple of months? And then once you have a few of these conversations, you can really, you know, have your thumb on the pulse of thing and understand, okay, this is what my clients are struggling with. And this is how I can help them right now. Not two weeks ago, not two months ago, right now. And bear in mind that, you know, because this transformation is happening really, really fast, once we get out of the lockdown, the, uh, the quarantine, things are going to change again. So you're going to have to do this again a second time. But this is your way to stay nimble, stay ahead of the curve, and make sure that you actually have uh, a, relevant, uh, a relevant offering and you also have, have a sense of urgency so that you can help people right now and they will pay for your services. And, and guess what? You will help them through this, these challenging times. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the key is really to understand your target group really well right now. So do calls with them, market research calls if you need to, reach out to old clients, you know, offer free coaching calls in exchange for some market research, you know, information. So really find out what it is that they need right now. And this is such a great practice because it's actually the, you know, these market research calls, it's something that I recommend every coach to do in our online course. And it's usually something that people are really reluctant to do. And the thing is, it's so important because it's really the foundation of your marketing strategy. So this is actually a great time to practice this fundamental, you know, marketing principle of you need to know exactly who your client is and what they need and what they want. So you can offer them what you know that solution and you can also reach them in the ways that they can be reached right the marketing challenge as well so see this is is an opportunity and really offer what's needed right now absolutely yeah awesome well matt thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show any final words any thoughts you have um, no, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm honored I was able to come here for a, for a second time. Uh, if you guys want to wanna find me or, or, or ask a question, you can find me on my website, mattsandrini.com. You can find me on Insta, YouTube, Medium, Matt Sandrini. Um, yeah, see you yeah, there. Definitely check out Matt's Instagram stories. We'll link that in the show notes below. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye now. Oh, 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 oh,